0: welcome hey. to another episode of the social agents podcast today we got some special guests from lancy holmes i got parker and patrick how's it going guys it's going good it's going great thanks you, you guys excited here. to be on yeah probably. yeah thank you for yeah, allowing yeah. us to come in these beautiful <laughs> models that we have here um i mean we're we're in the golden peak two right now right we are is this one pretty popular
1: yes i for sure i think the whole golden peak collection is probably the fan favorite right now um but yeah, we just hang out, pretend like it's our, our house. Yeah, we'll, I know. We've come to work. <laughs>
0: we've come here and we've had like pizza with you guys yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. You guys Absolutely. were nice enough to share with us. Yeah. It was yeah. great. I was like, yeah, this is a good time here. Yeah. How do we apply? <laughs> <Right>? now, <laughs> Come on board. We got so, room. <laughs> so guys, really quick, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll start off with uh, with Parker. Just, yeah. you know, 120 seconds introducing yourself, uh, who you are and, and what you do here at Lancy.
1: Yeah. So I am Parker DeWarty, uh sales manager with Lancy Homes. Um, Southern California. So I work directly with Patrick here. We have a sales team of probably about, what are we at? Nine?
2: Yeah. Nine or, 10.
1: nine or 10. We really cover, you know, mostly Southern California, Orange County, uh, Inland Empire. Um, I'm specifically in charge of really our Inland Empire team. So the Ontario Ranch Market and Fontana here, um, really my job is to, 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 help the, the sales team to guide them through everything that comes up in a, a new home project, um, you know, building, selling, designing, all those things is what we're part of. And so really just um, helping the sales team um, um, help their customers. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. And so when you meet by a sales team, it's like, you have multiple sales agents between within those teams.
1: Correct. Yeah. So, so yeah. we have, nine across the board but here you know for example at uh, nara hills we have five or four that we um that i manage and and they're all in the sales office they're all working to sell this community here and um yeah a lot goes into that that's
0: awesome man and um you know to be your age and, and where you're at right now is pretty impressive we'll get a little bit more into that Perfect. uh so patrick quick introduction man
2: all right patrick higgins uh vice president of sales and marketing for Lancy. um have the opportunity to work with uh, great people like Parker and, uh, you know, Parker in a different uh, stage of his career. Uh, my role, uh, get involved in a lot of acquisition side work, um, you know, as the team's going out looking for new land to uh, build product on. So uh, do that from a uh, marketing side and then uh, just kind of oversee the overall sales and marketing aspect of it, you know, kind of what are we doing to brand land C, brand each community. And, uh, you know, again, with Parker, do a lot of sales training with the team to, uh, you know, bring them up to speed to provide the best experience we can for the
0: for the homebuyer. I love that. Yeah. yeah, I love that. So talk about experience, right? Like we're, we're driving up to Nara Hills. It's beautiful. Yeah. Like, you come up and you're like, all right, like I can see myself living here. We know it's gated. We know uh, the amenities are going to be great. Uh, but why would somebody choose Lancey over another builder down the street? Like what, what separates Lancy from other builders?
2: Yeah. Um, it's a great question. And, I mean, literally. It's a loaded question. It's a loaded question. The, um, you know, that's one of the things that we look at is how do we, how do we differentiate ourselves? Yeah. And, and not, it's not, it, it is from the design of the product, right? It's also the land plan that we look at from the very beginning. How do we create something that's completely unique and, and different in the market? And, and I think, you know, most builders, all builders strive to do that. Um, I think we do a really good job of that. And um, we make it personal uh, about if we were raising a family, what, what are we looking for, depending upon the stage of life that we're in? And, uh, you know, what are we building for? So, you know, we, we and we take a lot of care in doing that. Um, we also, we, we partner with what we feel are industry-best individuals from an architect standpoint, a landscape architect, our designers, um, you know, our lender, um, everything. So, you know, we try to surround ourselves with people that also have a have a heart and a passion for what they do. And, and you know, as we have done that, and that's our team, um, it comes out in the product. Hmm. And, and not only in the product, but also in the feeling and the experience that people have, exactly as you described it, as you're driving up. Why is this different? Sometimes you can't put your finger on it. Yeah. But, but that's what we do, and... The the team that we work with um, at LandSea, that's what they do. They're just they're good at that, you know. Yeah. They care.
0: Yeah, I love yeah. that because even driving up on one of those uh, like one of those like opening days that you guys had, it was insane.
1: It's like Disneyland, huh? <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah.
0: my <laughs> gosh, we can't we yeah. can't get any content here today. Yeah,
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. and I think you know that's that's what's unique about LandSea, especially in in our market in Southern California, is we don't build everywhere. Um, you aren't going to find land sea, um, you know, in every city. Yeah. Um, but what we do do, and it's it's kind of neat because we see the whole process is, you know, when we show when we come onto the scene, this is just dirt, right? And um, we have to make it into this. And there's so many people can't you can't even count how many people actually go into the work before we even get a model into the ground, um, and to see it come to life is is uh, I want to say a miracle. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's, it's, it comes off that way. Um, um, but when people get here, it, you know, you have to, you have to bring life to it. And we do that through homeowners, you know, getting, you know, when we sell a home and those people finally get to move in, but, um, half of it's also the people who are on, on the scene every day and, you know, our sales team and being here on site and building that lifestyle that will eventually be in the neighborhood. It's crazy to think yeah.
3: about, right? And as and as people who talk to the consumer every day, mm-hmm. I think like our best videos ever have been Nara Hills and the look yeah. of these homes because they're so unique. Yeah. And even even at the Ontario Ranch community, Lancy, the look of Lancy, you can tell if it's a Lancy home. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll even be looking on the market at resale homes and I'll be like, that's a Lancy home. Yeah, you know yeah. this this is built a couple of years ago, and and you have that uniqueness and you have that look to it where it is unique and it has a different feeling and the community does have a different feeling. And when we talk to these buyers, you know, who and these families who are looking to move here, looking at, Hey, like where should we go? Nara Hills always comes up and it's something that buyers just, just gravitate to, Yeah, you yeah. know, and, and they love the look of these homes. They love the feel of this community. Mm-hmm. And even like this model street right here, I was like, I would love to live on a street that looks like this. Yeah, Like yeah. this is, this is like out of a movie. Yeah. The street here, like it, it just looks like one of those, one of those neighborhood shots in a movie and, and like you guys create that every single day. And that's what these, what these families are looking for. Yeah.
1: yeah. it's that that dry, you know, you're coming home from work and you get this, you're, you just, you've blown away really every time you, you I made come, it. Come, yeah. I go ride. Yeah. Yeah. And Lancey. Yeah. We, it, yeah. I mean, it's just contemporary. It's, it's, you know, here in the Fontana market, you aren't going to see anything like it. Um, mm-hmm you know some people love it some people hate it um most people love it which is a good thing (laughs) yeah um but it's cool it's just a cool cool place to be yeah and it's not like all the cookie
0: cutter houses that you look at right if you think of that and it's like no it's different up here yeah right and and what i love about nara hills too is that there's like a home for everybody Mm -hmm. right we got the clementine Mm -hmm. we got the strata wild star golden peak skyland like we have a home for literally everybody out here. Yeah. Um, now we know there's a lot of factors that go into that, and not everyone can afford a home out mm-hmm. here. Um, but what what else uh, besides the style, besides all that, like what else separates the builder itself
1: uh, from, let's say, a KB down the street? Yeah, can we take that one? You go for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I think so. Yeah, Lancy, of course, our style, the the way we do things, but. Um, it's really, what what separates us is just the really the type of home you get. Um, mm. So you know, our architecture is one thing; it's it's great. It makes the community beautiful. But when you're inside the house, um, land sea specifically, we pride ourselves. We we call it live in your element. Mm. So it's really kind of finding who our buyers are and what they're looking for and how they're living in 2024. Um, it's a lot different than um, how we used to build. So that's energy efficiency. Um, that's being water wise, you know, um, making sure that, that all your plants and everything, like you're not using all that water, you're keeping your bills low. Um, and so Lancy, basically we have, we have four pillars that, that we kind of pride ourselves on. And it's, when you walk into a, a Lancy home, everything's automated. So everything from light switches to your front door to your garage remote to lighting, everything can be controlled from an iPad or iPhone. Um, and it's just kind of neat because you're sitting in your bed and you could shut off the whole place. It's all integrated into the house. Um, um, so I think, you know, other builders, they have bits and pieces of it. Lancy has really... Taken their whole house, all of their communities that they build, and say, how can we just make this a standard feature for every homeowner? Um, you know, uh, the young, the younger generation is c- completely mobile, um, and it's important to them. Uh, and it's something that you're not going to get in a resale house, and it's not something that you'll get with every builder.
0: Yeah, because I'm even seeing that you guys are putting a little bit more yard into uh, mm-hmm. these homes as mm-hmm. well, which for a long time, like we're getting like a little slab, like four feet, you yeah. know? Um, and even the Strada, even the Clementine, they I felt like they. You go back there, and people can hang out. I think people want to go back to having some little space, yeah. right? Now we look at uh, Skyland and Clem. I mean, uh, Golden Peak, and they have huge yards. Huge, yeah, yeah. So that's really nice,
1: man. Yeah, too much. No, <laughs> <laughs> too much space. Even, what are you gonna do with all this? Yeah, stuff?
3: even the uh, like the community areas. Yeah. I, when we were at, over at um, the Ontario Ranch community, and we were we were getting shown around, we were by the pool in the clubhouse area. I was like, this is like this is nice. I yeah. would actually come and hang out here. Cause most of the time you get this little rinky dink like patio area yeah. and you just you don't want to go there. It feels dirty. It feels you just don't want to spend time there. But like out out here in, in Ontario where that community was, like you would actually want to spend time here. And I imagine Nara Hills is gonna look I can't wait to see, that. Wait to see what oh, that looks like. Yeah. It's, it's gonna be blow away. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. is
2: it is a resort uh, style level amenity. Uh, you know, that's one of the things that we do too, and I think you know the question is, you um, know, how do we relate to other builders? W- one thing that um, home building is—it's—it's—it's it's, it's an art. I mean, it literally is an art. It's mm-hmm. the one of the last items that you're going to buy large scale that's built by hand, and um, literally, I mean, you think about all the workers that are putting this together—it's crazy. And um, it, I have a lot of respect for every single builder and what they do. Yeah, uh, it's an art, and thank goodness. I mean, it's it's the American dream Mm -hmm. and we still have people building the American dream dream by hand. And, uh, you know, it's cool. Um, So love it. You know, what sets us apart? Exactly what Parker said. And I think we just, you know, we really have a passion for what we do. And, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. it's the old the old adage, you know, you, you don't work a day in your life when you love what you do. We don't go to work. Man, we love mm-hmm. what we do. And it's it's hard to, you know, the wives are saying, hey, come home. You know? <laughs> hey, we're having fun. Yeah. We're playing. Yeah. You know? We're sitting yeah. with you guys. Yeah. This is awesome, right? Yeah. We, get to, we get to talk about that. And then then that, trans- that transitions into the amenity and how we build communities. And we build communities based upon lifestyle. Because at the end of the day, you're going to live in that home, but it's going to be the relationships you make with the people next door to you, whether it's your neighbor or at the pool, you know. Playing shuffleboard or you know whatever it is, and uh, that's what it's all about. And, and we try to s- create that environment. Like here, we have five neighborhoods at Nara, five communities, well segmented. And that amenity, you're going to find. I think w- when it opens, people are going to be gravitating toward that. I mean, there's going to there are going to be there's going to be a lifestyle director. You know, there are going to be things going on all the time over there. That it could be it could be an art class for the young children. It's nice. right. It could be a swim class for the you know, the the, the little guys and gals. So yeah,
0: that's super cool. Yeah. Yeah. What, what is that going to look like over there? I am I'm like really. Intrigued. So,
1: yeah, we just got um, not too long ago. We did kind of like a virtual like 3D, you know, version of that. It's actually in the sales office. Um, it is going to be contemporary resort style. It's actually three. I believe three separate buildings that we have um, that are connected by breezeways. So it's just kind of this indoor-outdoor mix. Um, um, exercise room that overlooks, you know, the mountain range here. Um, the main hub, the recreation center is going to overlook pools and cabanas. And it's going to be neat. It, it, it's going to be kind of more of this indoor-outdoor feel, though. Nice. Um, You're going to come over. We're going to invite you guys yeah. over. We'll come over, have a little yeah, party. Yeah, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're we'll kick it off. off. Yeah. yeah, I would love to. Yeah, that'd be yeah. great. You
0: know, we're going to want to get some video in there. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Come do it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we'll we'll need the video.
2: (laughs) We'll do some uh, some swimming, diving in Parker. Oh yeah,
1: we could do that.
0: Yeah, I got a. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna wear my my one piece though. Right, so I don't want to scare no speedo. Any, no. <laughs> no speedo. No I wear speedo. my one full piece yeah. that I have. Uh, all right, we'll do it. Um, yeah, I get some people quitting after that. <laughs> They're like,
1: this isn't so much of an
0: amenity. Yeah, uh, we're supposed to
3: have a good time here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the HOA yeah, president? here? Yeah, we need to file something. Who let <laughs> this guy needs in? To be arrested. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's funny. Patrick, you had, you had talked a little bit about like the acquisition process, yeah. and I'm really curious how this community came to be, because Fontana is out in the middle of nowhere, like Fontucky. Who wants to go there? Mm. And it would, I at least, what I would have thought is, who would have yeah. put a luxury resort-style community here? What was it like the beginning and the planning and the acquisition of this land here? How did that come about? That's a great, that's a great question too. Um, you know,
2: who would have thought that? Who wouldn't have thought that mm-hmm. is the question? Mm. Why not? Um, and it was look at the location of this uh, site, right? It has uh, topography. It's up against the hillside. Um, it's not just flat. And uh, y- you know, and and I think Fontana was yearning for for this product, and and we thought it was, and it's kind of coming to be true because of the you know the popularity and people like wow, well. Why not Fontana? And uh, so that was the original premise. And uh, we just, you have this unique property. How do we take advantage of it? And uh, how do we do what we do and build out there? Um, you guys, it, you, you should have sat through the design process. Um, we call it segmenting the different products. It was insane. It was, you know, and you think about starting with Clementine and ending with Golden Peak and everything in between. And I mean it was it was weeks and months on end with architects and we have separate architects. So this isn't one architect that has has designed all of our product. We brought them in and it was almost like a competition. And uh, you know, leaning on one another, saying, Hey, well, if they're doing that, I'm gonna do this. And we did that with architects, and we also did it with designers. So we don't have one designer that did all five product lines. We Good. have several designers that came in and and you know they they kind of want to one-up one another. It's, it's, yeah, it's kind that. of a nice, friendly it competition. Is. And what is what, what ends up happening when you've got competition, you know, you get a better product. And I, and I think that really shows through with that. And uh, so it, I think the question was not why, but why not? And, yeah. uh, and, and uh, you know, and then putting them behind gates, to me, even makes it more special. Love that.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And build-in, they will come. Yeah,
1: yeah. Right. And that, and you brought up a good point. It's like, um, this is, this is a luxury community. Um, it doesn't matter if you're in the $500,000 range or the over a million dollar range, you're in the same neighborhood. You, yeah. you get to hang out with the, the same people and it's all walks of life. And I think we do it really well here at Lancy, but able to bring everybody from maybe it's a couple starting their career, maybe they're retiring and they're in the same community. And they they get to do that, and it's it's a luxury community, if you know, and it's kind of a unique experience that you don't get everywhere. And uh, you know, I'm sure you guys sell a lot here in Fontana. Um, when you go into a community, it's pretty much, you know, everybody's yep. got the same thing. Um, here, it's not that way. You know, parents and their kids can live right next next to each other. Really. Yeah, I love
0: cool. that. You get doctors to uh, everything around yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just helped a a doctor down the street. Um, I think they bought a Skyland one. Yeah, So uh, that's awesome, that's awesome.
3: Good, Justin? Yeah, no, and then, you know, talking about like future communities, what does that planning process look like? You know, as as analyzing areas or cities or location, and what are we gonna build here? Is this gonna be homes or condos or town? How how does all that come together to create what we have here? Yeah, Did we take it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: you know, Parker mentioned earlier we don't we don't build in every city and we don't build in every master plan community. Um, that's not who we are. Uh, it's you know, we our acquisition team, they they're looking at, I mean, dozens and dozens of of opportunities all the time. And it's which one really makes most sense for us and for our brand. So it's kind of a hard question to answer yeah. because we've got some <laughs> we can't talk about it. Yeah but we've got some <laughs> super cool um, new acquisitions um, yeah. coming up, and uh, they're they're different than what we've done before. Some are similar, some are different. Um, trying to address, uh, you know, we do a lot of infill. This is not an infill piece. We do some other uh, uh, locations are infill where we you know go in and you take down a shopping center or something like that and oh, cool. uh, put up uh, new homes. And uh, those are cool because when you go into a city where the housing stock is you guys do it all the time 60 yeah. 80 years old um, it people people want new yeah. and they want new and and where do they have to drive to get new well they might have to drive to fontana well if you can put new back in a city where everything around it is old you know 60 80 year old single story homes on large lots that are underutilized you know we go yeah. into those places and and develop the property develop the land and Put something pretty cool and um, modern. That's in. interesting. So it's kind of fun. Yeah, I mean, it's that, that's that's a different aspect of what we do. Yeah. That's that's it's a lot of fun for us. Yeah,
0: I mean, you got to make sure. I mean, right now it's kind of it's hard to lose, right? When like you, you you when you're doing the product that you guys are doing, it's great, right? So just, it's just really about finding the right location and just making sense yep. of it. Mm-hmm. Really good. Well, kind of shifting gears a little bit, um, Parker. I know we we talked about it earlier you're, you take charge of like the sales part. You Mm -hmm. do all that. Uh, how did you get in your position, man? I mean, you look really young, you know, you got, you got, uh, I feel like you got the look, you you got, you got the energy, man. Uh,
1: how did you get where you're at right now? I I beg this guy for months. I love it. I love it. (laughs) No. So I, yeah, I started off on the sales floor, um, when I was 23, um, 31 now. So it, you know, I've had some time in, in being on the sales floor, opening up communities, um, you know, we kind of like to give everybody the the experience of opening a community, closing a community, being right in the middle where you don't have the excitement of either. Um, so I had all those experiences and, um, you know, back when the pandemic hit, had, had the opportunity to come to Landsea, um, and opened up Shade Tree in Ontario and Shade Tree just, uh. How do you say it it just boomed you know it was 432 homes wow and just really really took off i think we were out of there in about a year and a half um and to be honest from my perspective i had just felt like after that time and it was coming to the end that i wanted to grow um not only as you know a salesperson but as a as a leader um no experience in really you know, I could lead my office, I could lead my teammates, but it wanted to really take that next step. And it just so happened, um Patrick was coming into Lancy at the time and what I do? Did I uh I begged you for uh <laughs> to go have coffee or something? Yeah, we did, <laughs> we went coffee. Maybe not yeah. begged, but I asked yeah, him to go have coffee. coffee. Yeah. And um, you know, just let let him know that that I wanted to grow. I wanted to to take kind of that next step in my career. Um and what I know now is it's a hundred times different than being an actual salesperson. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, you, you're managing people and it's a whole different dynamic, um, you know, instead of customers coming through the door and, and you know, trying to sell them a home, um, you're trying to lead a team and it's, it's a responsibility, you know, luckily Patrick um, saw something in me, I don't know what that could have been, but he saw something and and gave me that opportunity and um uh started as a selling sales manager so i was able to be on the floor still while dipping my feet into um to being in management uh that's probably the hardest hardest job i've had so far (laughs) (laughs) um and then this last year being able to to actually go full force in into you know leading our team and um really, for me, it's I, I've just been really lucky to have people in this industry that have given me opportunity. Yeah. And, um, you know, Patrick being the, the main force of that really allowing me to to grow and most importantly, fail, which I think uh, I know I do every day. We all do. <laughs> um, and fail and to learn from that and to, to become a better leader. Um, so that, you know, one day I can take on a greater role. So good. Um, it's been a it's been a cool journey, and you know you you meet tons of people doing different things, and you get different aspects of home building that you didn't even know existed, and um, it, it's really it's it's really cool. It's it's really cool experience to be where I'm sitting and, and see everything going on just to to get the community up and going. Yeah, it's great.
0: Yeah. And and Patrick, what are, so I mean, he he kept looking over, saying that he's seen something yeah. in him. Uh, what, what did you see, man? <laughs> you know, the, well,
2: what did I see in Parker? Um, you know, one thing Parker, I, I think um, Parker was leading before given the title and given the opportunity. Everything he did exhibited leadership skills, um, how he carried himself, how he treated others, how, you know, the bar he set for himself, right? What, what his expectations were of himself. Yeah. That was, that was, he was leading on the team, and, and, and frankly, you know, it's the a, a leader, someone that show me someone who's walking along and others are following without the title. That was Parker. People would call Parker for advice, you know, for guidance, and all of those things. And um, so, Parker's an easy choice. Yeah. And I mean, he's 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 got it all, and uh, you know, humble. Yeah. Uh, very it's very make humble. Me cry. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and uh, you know, and the the one thing that my my biggest fear is that, you know, you don't have an opportunity for somebody that has that ability. And fortunately, we didn't have the opportunity, but we created it for him. Good. And, you know, selling sales manager for a year and yeah, like I said, dip his toe in it. He jumped in and, uh, and realized that it is, it's a completely different role, um, that you're in leading people, leading people, not managing them. You don't want to manage anybody. You want to lead them, right? Mm -hmm. Leading people. And, um, and then some are going to follow and some aren't, you know, and uh, some are with you and some are not. So uh, it's been a really neat experience watching uh, Parker yeah, grow and uh that. sky's the limit. Yeah.
1: Taking hey, the opportunity, man. I know. Well, yeah, it's, it's um, you didn't really tell me too much going into it, <laughs> but I'm like, hey, make me a manager, you know, let's do it. He's like, okay, uh, you're going to be selling sales manager. I'm like, I don't know. It doesn't really have a ring, ring to it. But you're gonna think <laughs> it about the horns, man. Yeah, just just be selling sales manager. And I've that's the other thing is you gotta you gotta find somebody who you can trust in this business to help lead you. Um, and you know, I I found that in Patrick, and I trust his opinion. I trust that he has, um, you know, my best interest in in growing my career, and. Um, you know, it's just been it's been a really good partnership to to learn and to um, just kind of uh, not get too comfortable. Yeah. And uh, but but to learn, because um, there's there's a lot of it. A lot yeah. Of it.
0: What I can see, too, between the two is like he has a trust in you. Um, and then he also believes that you have like, yeah, you one, your career, but two, you have the best interest in what Lancey is doing here. Yeah. Right. And you give it your all. Uh, You continue to do that, and you're never going to lose that way. Like I always tell these guys on our team, and kind of a similar position now, where I'm just leading, not doing too many of the sales myself. Um, And I tell them like, we're never going to let you go because of lack of production. Mm -hmm. We're going to let you go if you're not doing what needs to be done, Mm -hmm. right? Um, So, somebody in a position that's like, hey, give it, give me an opportunity somewhere, right? And um, I may not like it, I may not look know what it looks like, but I know it's gonna take me somewhere. Yeah. Um and I and I feel like a lot of people right now are missing that.
1: Yeah. And it's it's culture too. You know, Lancy um has this culture where you're you're you kind of get to be in have that entrepreneurial spirit and not everywhere is like that. Um but I get to come to work every day and be who I am and and it's rewarded. Um and I get to try new things out. We get to do this. We get to um, fly drones around the community. We get to try different things with the salespeople. And, and they trust you um, to grow their business. So you become invested in it. You you want to see the good, you know, you want to make land good. You want it to grow. Um, and that's what's really cool about our culture here, so, you know, specifically here in in, in our division. But um you're needed, there's a place for you, and just go make it happen, you know? I love that. Yeah. Patrick, I love what you said about, look who people are following
3: without even the title. And that's such a good leadership um, principle because you see people who all they have is the title, but they don't have the people's respect. They don't have the, you know, they don't look up to them. They're not leading people and they're just like a manager, like you said. But those people who who have that ability and recognizing it before even the title, and then great on you for, for recognizing that, for being able to spot that. Because then there's a lot of leaders who see somebody underneath them coming up, and they want to quench that, and they want to put that down because they feel threatened or they feel something. But you don't find a lot of the, a lot of times where you have the environment like you're talking about, Parker, to be able to thrive. Yeah. And what you guys have been been able to create is awesome.
0: Uh, Parker, really quick, man. I know you. Yes. You. We kind of looked into your LinkedIn. You got Rookie of the Year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you start off at 23. That's how old Justin is right now. Justin's killing it. Uh, he has what.
1: Eleven, probably doing better than all. Of us. <laughs> Eleven open escrows
0: right now, as, you know, as wow. a as, as part amazing. of the team, yeah. and he's killing it. So, so, kind of looking back at when you got rookie of the year and you just started now, like how did that come about? Like how were you able to accomplish that at such a young age?
1: Yeah. So, uh, when I came into new home sales, I had actually just come from property management. I had zero idea, you know, what I was really doing. Um, you know, had the opportunity right when I got into. To have some good mentors during that time as well um in the home building industry we have the greater sales and marketing um council and 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 all these different groups that really bring kind of the whole whole home building industry together and um it's kind of just a neat community of people and so um it's it's with a lot of builders uh southern california and what they do is at the end of each year they have a, uh, event where they nominate all sorts of people from, and communities. So best community of the year, sales manager of the year, rookie of the year. Um, and it was really just, I had good people who, you know, once again, I've just been a product of, of having the right people around me who, who believed in me, but, um, for for rookie of the year i i was nominated you had to go in and and do an interview and um i think really what it was is just i i'm passionate about home building and i know that sounds a little cheesy but um it's been really in my blood since i was young i just this is where where i feel at home and i think that you know on when i was a salesperson that came through like i wanted people to feel our communities. I wanted to have that relationship with them and, and have them meet their neighbors. And, and ultimately I think, you know, winning that, that rookie of the year award was really just kind of all that coming together at the right time and, and, um, having good people around me, being passionate about what I was doing and, um, you know, wanting to grow. Um, and then later on, like this year, I, I was fortunate enough to, when sales manager of the year at the same same Congrats, thing man. um and that that is truly just the product of really Lancey, but also patrick you know having him really push me uh, over the last few years and and having him really um just be that supportive yeah person in my career and and having that ally um to, to make me better and 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 no way do I feel perfect and I'm still learning. I think I do you feel like you're still learning? Oh <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you yeah. Um I don't think that will ever stop. Um, but it's 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 just good to have that recognition to kind of say that you're you're headed in the right direction, you know? Yeah, I love
0: that. Yeah. Yeah, man, that's great to to get that. Congratulations on that. Thank you. That's yeah. huge. And I would have never known unless we asked. And yeah. that just shows how <laughs> humble you are, man. Yeah. Um, so that's great. Um, and then just love the, the fact that you get to do what you love to do every single day. Yeah. Right. It's like, I saw Justin just, I think like two days ago, I was like, man, like people wake up and then it's like Monday or something. They're like really upset and they're like, man, I gotta go clock in. And it's like, I get to wake up and create video for a living for, yeah. for us, right? Like, that's what we do. It,
1: uh, yeah, just hanging out.
0: Yeah, like, this, yeah. yesterday went to, like, four different communities making video, and then I go home, and I'm like, I'm kind of tired, but it was a good day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I know uh, Justin had um, some questions for Patrick, man.
3: Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you said you've been in the industry for for a couple decades now. So, I mean, talk about, like like we were talking about in the beginning, your experience, your, your wisdom, your knowledge – how have you been able to stay at that level and excel and develop these different communities and develop leaders underneath you, like yeah. like Parker? Like, talk talk a little bit about that.
2: Hmm.
3: Yeah, <clears throat> the
2: uh, one thing about Parker is, uh, and I think with anybody, um, when, when you have somebody that has skills, right, the skill, the passion, the the drive, the integrity. Um, my whole thing, and, and literally my entire career, um, I look back and I I've been fortunate to surround myself with really, I mean, great people, people that have, have ability far beyond what they realize they have. And, 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 you know, respectfully to Parker, um, Parker's got so much more in his tank than he realizes. It's just, how do you draw it out? Mm. You know, how do you challenge him, put him, him or her in the right position so that, uh, that they can realize, you know, God's gift, right? What, what they've got in them. And, uh, you know, uh, and, you know, I don't have a lot of skill, I don't have a lot of skills in many areas. One thing that I'm blessed with is I, talent is one of those things that I see mm. and, um, I see it in people and, um, and I've done that my entire career. That's what's given me the opportunity to be in the roles that I have been in, um, grow throughout my career. And, uh, and, and it's all about people, bottom line. It's, and it's, you know, Unfortunately, we all we we all haven't had those people in our lives. And when we have, you can you can remember you remember them. You can call them out by name. You know the exact day and time that you had that experience with them, and um, and that's what's you know unfortunately that's what's missing a lot. And um, uh, and I try to remember that every day. Um, and uh, you know, build people up. We're in the building industry, right? That's it. I want to build them up. I'm not going to tear them down. And uh, and, and getting the right people around you. Um, so yeah, we build homes for you know our career. That's what we're doing, but we're really building people, their families, their 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 lifestyle, right? And um, try to you know just you know, pay it forward, if that makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. that's
0: your superpower. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I think it is. Yeah, yeah. I don't have many. I love I mean, it. That's probably the only one. But yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's the only one I want. Yeah.
1: And he, <clears throat> I, I'm glad you brought it up. Family, right? So this career it's demanding. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, we're gone a lot. You know, we're out having probably too much fun. But you know, the one thing that Patrick has put and and reminded me about, and thank God, more than more than anything, is family. Remember your family. Go home to your family. He's probably pushing me out the door (laughs) more than anybody to 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 get on home. And that's an important part of your life. And Um, not everybody that you get to work for thinks that way Yeah. to have that balance, to have that, um, you know, just, just pride. And I know his, you know, he has pride in his family and loves to get home to his family. And he encourages that for me too. And that's something that I'm super grateful for is just, um, you know, sometimes we, we work hard, but we got to go home and, and love hard too. So. yeah
0: yeah and he's always telling me to go home all the time yeah he's like Get all right go home here. go home with your wife and kids already yeah. i'm like i'm trying but i really like i you know i i can find something else to do right <laughs> yeah. now Yeah. um There's so a lot to do yeah all, all the time that's never gonna stop right yeah. yeah um so man i had a question that came to mind before i started talking about my family um for for patrick um i know we kind of talked a little bit about you know superpower going home um Yes, I got it now. So um, when when you see somebody right, that's like, man, I see they could be a great leader. They have great potential, uh, but they don't maybe see it in themselves. Like, right. how do you how do you help them realize that? How do you encourage them? Like, what are you doing to kind of shape and mold them into that?
2: It's um, a good one, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I think it's getting to know who they really are. It's it's taking the time, not to stay on the surface, but you know, help try to get the mask off, right? We all wear a mask yeah. and, and it's, you know, get the mask off, peel back the onion, um, find out who they really are, what makes them tick. And when there, when there's authenticity there, right, there's, there's a strong moral compass. And, um, maybe they haven't had that encouragement throughout their life. You know, maybe, maybe they've had, just haven't had those opportunities that, that others have been blessed with. Right. And, uh, <clears throat> you, uh, I think you get to know them and you got to build everything on trust. And, uh, and, and that doesn't come right away. Yeah. Um, so you know, you do that. And, and then I think, and then you start giving them opportunities and challenging them and, you know, um, telling them that you believe in them and that they've got it. And, but, but you don't, you know, you don't push them out the door and say, okay, now you're on your own. You got to stay close. And you, and you also have to have, um, I like to have adult to adult conversations. Yeah, um, like to have I. I, <laughs> I like to have tough conversations. You know, I don't avoid conflict. Mm. Um, I'm okay with conflict, and uh, I and and I and I think in that it's like having a best friend. That man, I want my best friend to tell me what I'm doing wrong, and not necessarily pat me on the back, but make sure that I'm you know headed in the right direction. I love so that. Um, when you you know, that's that, that, and that's, that, that's not a simple thing to do, right? That's it's a not. long-term, hopefully lifelong relationship that you have. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you build it on, you know, you build a foundation on solid ground, uh, we're in good shape. And uh, and then just know that, you know, hey, we've, we've got each other's back and, uh, yeah, move forward. That's crazy
0: yeah. that something so little as like just believing in somebody, right, that can change. It's huge. Yeah, it's huge, right? Because uh, we don't know how people grow up. Mm-hmm. We don't yeah. know what... Kind of background they have, right? So like I remember growing up for myself, I I didn't like grow with my dad. He wasn't around, right? So I seen other like dads telling their kids during sports, like you could do what you could do, and I look, and it's just my mom, you know. Mm-hmm. And so just having somebody like that, and I feel like I try to give that to everybody. But I'm I'm not as good as like the conflict part. I'm really bad with that right now. <laughs> I got to work on that. Like just yeah. yeah, I mean I might have to go. We have, to have conversation after, and just like just do this, right? But uh. Um, for me, it's like I want to believe in everybody, yeah. um, but I do feel like a lot of times people just don't believe in themselves, yeah. mm-hmm. right? And it's just like, and that was a great answer you just gave. It's just helping them take that out. Yeah. Like um, I used to coach high school football, right? And these kids, you know, were Hispanic, pretty much throughout and they're the kid you could tell their mom's always told them they're big kids and they're linemen and they were like always told like hey don't hurt that person don't hurt that person so in their head they're like i don't want to push this person away you know and i had to like help them believe like you're huge you're big run through them yeah right and i had to help them over and over believe in that so um i would say that's your second yeah. superpower man. look at that uh, two yeah we yeah. got two I now with zero He's got more. More, <laughs> i've
1: got two more superpowers wow. than you let yeah. on yeah but tell my wife She's like, I, I know gonna well, we're gonna it. clip
0: this and then send it to her <laughs> yeah. and send see it on. Yeah. i love that hey, I would,
2: know, if i could just one yeah, of the yeah. things is um you know uh had a lot of had a had a tough 23 right so had, went through a lot of stuff personally with the family things and uh, but one thing that um we I've I'm taking from that is lean in right lean in lean into conflict Mm. Um, lean into whatever it is lean uh, you know because when we have conflict we would do what we avoid it yeah we (laughs) we avoid it it it's gonna go away right it's gonna go (laughs) and lean in lean into whatever lean into pain right lean into conflict lean into love you know all of those things so one thing I walked away from 23 and man I kept telling myself that in the back of my mind and well, I wanted to run. I wanted to mm. run away from pain and, you know, that type of thing. And it was just lean in, just lean into it with the right heart, right? Not not with a vengeance. But yeah. uh, I love that. Uh, yeah, That's
0: really good.
3: That is really good. Now, I, I would love each of your perspective on this. You know, when it comes to leading teams and leading different personality types within that team, you know, maybe somebody's a go-getter and they're all ambitious and you don't really need to give them or anything. Or somebody, like Robert's saying, like you have to bring it out how do you lead those different how do you lead people differently in the way that they need to be led do you have one style across the board like what is what does that look like with personality with
1: teams with people mm. yeah Ooh, this is a good one cuz we me and patrick if you haven't you might not be able to tell but we actually are very different yeah <laughs> when it comes to leading and it's great because i you know i learn from from him every day but um as you could imagine, and I'm sure you're you're going through it right now. You, everybody's so different. Everybody yeah. has a different background. Everybody has a different family. The way they talk to people is different. Um, their motivation levels are different. Um, so, how do you take a team and give them all the attention that they each need? Because they're all going, you know, they each want something from you in some regard. Yeah. Um. I've in in this might be a little controversial so no <laughs> um there's there will be people who are good and they're doing the right things and they're they're just they just know what to do and i personally lean into those people more yeah and you know a lot of times you'll hear like okay well you know you you go as a team you got you gotta take that that person in the back and bring them forward, which is true. Weakest link. Yeah. You got to give them attention. Um, but sometimes you can just, you can get a lot more out of a team when you, when you're focusing on the people who are there doing the work, uh, putting in the yep. time and, and really showing the effort to do good things. Yep. Um, and, you know that that back half or that back one or who, whoever, you know you don't you don't you have to put work into them, but it's it's going to take all your time, all your energy, everything to to prop them up if they're not willing, um, you know, to strap up their boots and 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 move along with the team as well. Um, Love that. And so I think you know as far as the way Oops. I lead or or you know interact with my team is is i I want to be supportive, I want to do everything that i I can to to help everybody, and probably a little bit too much. <laughs> That's good though man Probably a little bit too much. I like to jump in. Um, um, but I really find a lot of joy in in the people who really are diving in yeah and and are really there to to make a difference, and um, I think so naturally, I spend a, a lot of time focusing on on more so those people, yeah.
0: that's great.
2: uh, Mine's not a lot different, frankly. And being a football coach, you know that, I mean, you're going to get more mileage on working on your superstar, right? They're going to be the ones that that are delivering. um, And they're the easy ones to to spend time with. They're the the easy ones to to love, right? And Mm -hmm. uh, um, so... We also don't want to leave anybody behind. Of course, right? So um, Some, I'm, I'm, sometimes, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, uh, I got a know. couple names on the list. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No. Uh, yeah, um, but uh, it, yeah, you 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 got to spend time with the, the 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 rainmakers. They're the ones making the rain, right? They're the ones making it rain. You can't leave the other ones behind. Which you know, it, it's what comes first: chicken or the egg. You you gotta hire the you gotta find those right people, hire the right ones to begin with. Then you got everybody on the bus that wants to be on the bus and it makes it easier. Yeah. But no, I'm I'm with Parker. It it is, it's easy to spend time with your with your superstar, right?
1: And sometimes those superstars are made, you know. They they just don't show up to the scene one day and are a superstar and um you know, maybe they are in that that back half of your sales team and they push through and they, you know. They weren't always in that mm-hmm. that, that top yeah. top yeah. spot, um, so you know that that's always cool to see. But they they just got to have the the drive, yeah. drive for them. Yeah.
3: I'm curious also, like in, in that development of talent and and attracting and retaining talent, right. because you'll you you know if like you said, Patrick, you didn't have a spot for him, but you made a spot for him because you saw that value. How do you retain those top people who are some of those rainmakers? Like you know they're they're valuable to the organization. You don't want them to leave. So if, if they start to see maybe different opportunities or if they want to go a different direction, what do you do to retain that top talent after you've already either had it or developed it?
2: I, I, and I, I mean, I'll just real quickly, uh, I think it's, it's culture. a Couple things: culture. Um, at Lancey, we have a great. It's a great culture. You know, um, we don't. We don't. We're not overbearing. You know, we're not system heavy. Those type of things. We really we cherish um, one another. Family time is important for everybody. Um, You know, so we've got a great culture. So how do we retain, you know, people, you want, you want people to love what they do. They want to go to work and be proud of what they do and who they work with. You know, ultimately the eventual product. And uh, we stay focused on that. And then that's kind of from a cultural standpoint. And then from a growth perspective, you know, um, I'm not the future of a Parker is. And, and we have others on the team that are the future of Land C. And, uh, we make it apparent, right? We make it known that, you know, you're tomorrow's leader, you know, and you're in the process of getting there. So, um, that's, I mean, I think for somebody that wants that career, some people are going to hopscotch around, you know, they're going to jump to get to the next level. They're going to compromise something if they do that. Um, they'll compromise culture. And you know uh, you know on our, on our team we too I, I believe in paying people uh, you know we're not at the bottom we're not in the middle you know I think we're probably toward the top Good. Uh, from a compensation standpoint because they work hard we expect them to be great at what they do and they're
0: worth it right yeah yeah no I love that and kind of going back to like uh, what you guys were, were talking about uh, building up the top people mm-hmm. um, like you said getting on the right bus and all that like if if you if you meet if you have a certain standard with your team the people at the bottom sometimes you don't even have to fire them they're just going to go on their own because they're like i can't keep up with this this is way too much um because for for us uh i know at one point justin was at the bottom like not to throw him out there <laughs> uh but i came to him and i'm like hey man you're costing me some money right now man um, <laughs> but i seen the effort yeah. right and i know he's talented he's he's a lot smarter than i am that's for sure. Um, I, I just do the things like we talked about before. And somebody like, like Justin, yeah, maybe he cost me $50,000, $70,000 at Justin. one point. How dare you? But I can see it in him, you yeah. know? Yep. I can see it. In, and now he's competing with Eddie, which you guys know, you know, Eddie. And Eddie's our, 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 our biggest closer. And now he's competing with him. Yeah. But it's just seeing like, yeah, I know this kid has it. Yeah. Right, so that's crazy that you guys are able to do that yeah. um, in your everyday life. Yeah. You have you have financial uh, investment.
2: I do. You made You've made a financial investment, and uh, there's intellectual and spirit you know all those investments that we make in people, and and that's a great example. It's paying off, right? Yeah, that's cool.
0: And I trust him. Yeah, and I, he's like he's like my brother, yeah. right? Like I trust him. Um, he, one day he can go, and that and that's going to be okay. I'm going to be yeah. okay with that. Um, but for now. If anything were to go down, I know that this guy has my
1: back, no yeah. matter what. So that's cool. Yeah. And if you went, you'd still have to pay the seventy grand back. <laughs> yeah. it's we can we can we can add it up one day or something. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm kidding. He's he's got a tally going. <laughs> yeah, no,
0: I just threw out a crazy number. It might have been a hundred, but whatever. Okay, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. It's no, probably no. a lot <laughs> less than I yeah, had you know, so. after. <laughs> Yeah, any more questions for as far as the leadership?
3: Um, yeah. Before we wrap up. Um, so I mean, Parker, you talked mm-hmm. about the skills of being the skills of being the salesperson, the skills of being the manager. Mm-hmm. I'm curious on on what you were doing well as a salesperson that when you moved up is like oh like I got a whole I got to learn a whole new skill set right here. Um, what was it like? Like what made you successful as that young salesperson? How were you able to stand out against a lot of older people and a lot of more experienced people in your industry? Coming from somebody who is 23 and you were 23 when you got that award, I've there's a lot of times where you you have people looking at you like you're a little, like they're questioning you. Mm-hmm. They're looking at you and you're like, how old are you? And I know they're right. thinking it, but they might not say it. Yeah how, do, how did you succeed at that young age and then carry into what you're doing now as the sales manager?
1: Yeah. So um, quick, funny story. So Vanessa, who works in the office, we used to be partners together um, in a community and I, it was just, I don't know what it was that month. Everybody came in and said, you're, are you a baby? Or like they would make references to my uh-huh. age, like, Oh, you know, you're a baby, you're a baby. And Vanessa would get so angry. <laughs> she would, she would yell at these people in the office. She would, she just couldn't stand that people like, you know, you're too young to do this You're, you know, whatever. Um, but that stuff just, you know, it, it really means nothing. You know, you, you don't have the experience. You just got to, uh, keep going and, and get the experience. Um, I forget your question. you <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. <laughs> what, what makes a good salesperson? Yeah, no. You know. but I'm um,
3: talk, talking about the skills of a salesperson. Yes. And and doing that at a young age, what was that like, and,
1: and how were you transitioning to the skills of a sales manager? Yeah, so I think for being a salesperson, I think it really came more natural to me, um, really having the opportunity to... Meet people, hang out with people. It it just felt like I was meeting new people all the time and just having conversations with them and getting to know them. And it really, it really felt easy to me. So I, I did have, you know, some good success in that, and um, pretty much just, just became friends with a lot of the people that I was selling homes to, and it, it was, it was fun. Um, Getting into sales management you you kind of have a little bit different of a perspective because the people that you are leading um you know in my case these were people i was working with they were my they were my friends so i kind of had a little bit of i had to i have to shift a little bit because although they were my friends or my my coworkers, um you know we're running a business and there's going to be some sometimes where they're not doing what needs to be done yeah. to get us to that next point yeah um so it was a real mental shift for me to not, not really. I mean, you're still friends, but it's it's you aren't friends in that sense. Um, you know, you there is some sort of aspect to where um, you know I'm going to have to um, have tough conversations with you yeah. about your performance. And a lot of times when you're friends and you're you're you know you don't want to talk about that stuff. It's just like we're having a good time. So it's this mental shift of, of being friends with everybody to, to really kind of honing that in and saying, okay, we're on a mission now. We're, we're really doing something. Come in and lay down the law. Lay down the law. <laughs> And I probably uh, say I lay down the law. He's the he's the law layer. <laughs> he's the law man of law I love man. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Don't make <gasps> dad come in. Yeah, no. yeah. It's like <laughs> don't make me call back. Yeah, yeah, it's like <laughs> seriously. Yeah. These guys
0: know like when I'm serious. You yeah. know, it's like hey, when when I come in, we're gonna have a serious conversation. They're like, oh shoot, like, yeah. it's time now. Yeah. This guy's all fun and games until so, leads are not being called. Yeah. You know, yeah. and uh, but no, that's great, yeah. man. That that you have that.
1: Yeah. And it's just, you know, um, I'd say, you know, management does not come as natural to me as sales does. Um, it just doesn't. Um, but I, it's also very intriguing to me and it's, it's, it seems like such an important role, um, for the people that I'm serving, which is my salespeople, um, uh, to have a good manager, someone who's learning and wants them to succeed. And that's kind of what I've carried over, but, um it's an important role you know for our team and, and you know I'm growing in it every day.
0: So. Good. Good. All right. Well, any more questions? I think we're you, gonna you said you
3: had your last question.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I was gonna just I, I like these rapid fire questions that I I, I, I didn't tell Justin about. Um <laughs> but um, just to kind of wrap up real quick, I, I like to go back to like a, a time in, in your guys' life and we'll make this 60 seconds, right? But if there's a time that you can go back to any age, right, and give yourself one piece of advice, what would that piece of advice be and at what age? That's a good one. It's all you. You go first. <laughs> I have a
2: lot more years to go back on. <laughs> it might take him a while to remember. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, um,
1: I'd go actually back pretty young. um, uh, Probably close to like 11, 12. Yeah. Um. And I'd say, don't worry. Don't worry. Don't worry. I love that.
0: It'll all be taken care of. You got nice hair, blue eyes. Don't (laughs) Don't worry. worry. I like that.
1: I think, um, yeah, no, I'd say don't worry.
2: Good. Patrick. Wow. Uh, probably, um, probably go back. And this is probably in, in maybe junior high where, um, a coach said, "You've got the ability. Just apply yourself." Mm-hmm. And um, I think when I was younger, I didn't apply myself. I may have had more skill than I, I, um, not gave myself credit for. I just didn't apply myself, and that was kind of the a, a mantra. It's like Higgins, you got it. Just apply yourself. You need to apply yourself. And uh, and I didn't. And um, you know, later in life, um, I applied myself. It was like, oh wow. Okay, that works. Yeah. So it's like dig in and, and just, man, you know, got one life to live, you know, give it your all. I love that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I had a coach tell me one time too. He, he we're terrible. It was four weeks of the season. We're 0-4. Um, and it's my second year starting on varsity. I'm a junior at that point. <clears throat> and I was terrible. I don't, know, I don't know why I was so bad. And he just <laughs> looked at me. and He's just like, stop pretending to play the game and actually like play the game. Yeah. Like yeah. stop being stop showing off. Like yeah. stop like, hey, I'm in varsity, two years. You're yeah. I'm cool. No. Play the game. Yeah. Yeah. Be in there. And yeah. so um that's great advice, guys. Yeah. So appreciate you guys being on. Um Where where's the place best place to reach you guys if they have questions about Nara Hills and all that good stuff?
1: Yeah. Call this phone. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Call Patrick. Nine oh nine. No, I think you know, the best thing, come out to our office. Come out, see this place. Um, you know, I think you'll be blown away, uh, see what Lancey does. We're here all the time. So you'll run into us here. Um, but you know, this is, we're just excited about this project Mm -hmm. and future projects coming up, but really, um, just come out and see us, see our salespeople.
0: We're going to see if off camera, they could give us some insight on what's coming. I'm just kidding. Um, but thank you guys so much for being on guys. Again, if you guys want to like, talk to these guys about, uh, buying a home here, come to us first and then we'll connect <laughs> yeah. to you guys. You go there. Um, and, come here. <laughs> and then uh, from there, uh, you know, we would just love to help you. So again, thank you guys again for taking the time for your busy day to be on and just share some knowledge. Um, there's many, many great takeaways uh, on this show. Um, and I can't wait to maybe a part two or something, man. That'll Yeah. That'd be great. Well, we love
1: appreciate it. you guys. Yeah. yeah. Great. great. Great stuff. You. Thank you. Appreciate
0: All right. So Kelsey thank Daniel you. out.